What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. I'm your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the Mitch Davis Show.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Mitch Davis underscore eight. Follow and like the Instagram and Facebook pages as well as the Mitch Davis Show. You can also check out the website at the Mitch Davis Show.com. It is March 12th, and you know what that means, baby. That means March Madness is in the air, and I am excited. This is the best time of the year. It feels, literally feels like Christmas all day, every day as college basketball. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like, like March Madness. And on today's podcast, we're going to celebrate March Madness. We're going to talk about March Madness and talk all things college basketball with a college basketball legend, former Kansas Jayhawk Hall of Famer, national champion, and now an ESPN college basketball analyst. Mr. Danny Manning will be joining me momentarily to talk all things college basketball. And I tell you what, if this interview doesn't get you fired up for March Madness, you might need to check your pulse and blast you some one-shotting moment in your ear as we get ready for this NCAA tournament and selection show on Sunday, baby. What a great time to be alive as we have the NCAA tournament, and we're wrapping up the conference tournaments as well. Before we get into the interview, be sure you head on over to Twitter and follow me at Mitch Davis underscore eight, Facebook and Instagram at the Mitch Davis Show, and then also the website at the Mitch Davis Show.com. On the website, we've got a lot of great articles. The podcast is up there. Everything you could ever dream of, the Mitch Davis Show related, is there at the Mitch Davis Show.com. At this time, I would like to welcome Danny Manning to the podcast as we talk about all things college basketball. I am joined now by Danny Manning, a former Kansas Jayhawk college basketball legend and now an ESPN college basketball analyst. Danny Manning, welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Oh, it's no problem. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, although I wake up to unfortunate news of well, I'm going to ask you about that. Where, where do we go next with this? Because, you know, people are talking about postponing the rest of the ACC tournament. Where do you stand on that matter? I don't know where I stand on that matter from the standpoint of, you know, the health and safety is, is probably paramount to what we have going on, but my love of the game, my, my, the missing out on the basketball we missed out on last year, um, to me was, you know, not any fun because March is time of caucus tournaments and NCAA tournaments. So obviously the, the medical profession needs to make some, some, some decisions moving forward and if there's any way possible to have a tournament, I would love to have it. Selfishly, just because I'm a huge basketball fan and I love the game. I, I, now, this actually leads me into my next question real quick. Uh, talk about the future of college basketball. Last year before COVID hit, you know, we were kind of with that black eye with the with the FBI scandal and everything going on with that. And then it seems to be like college basketball has a new life. Talk about that new life and what do you expect to see out of the next five to ten years in college basketball? 
well, I'm excited about the direction of, of college basketball. I'm excited about the direction of basketball, period. Wonderful game in college sports in general. It, you know, it provides wonderful opportunities for our young people to help prepare them for life. And that's what, you know, where I'm at in life, what I, I enjoy seeing. I think the game of basketball itself is continuing to evolve, continuing to grow. I think there's more of an international, European feel to the basketball that's being played in the States in terms of offensive flow, offensive creativity, um, more action on the perimeter. And I, I think it's just a great thing to see. I think there's still a place for dominant bigs but I think it has to be within the flow of the system. So I'm excited about the direction of basketball in general, but I've got a chance to see it from a lot of different places, and I just like the growth that I'm seeing, and I'm excited about the continued growth of the game. Now, when you look at college basketball as a whole, this year, you know, we didn't see the Blue Bloods, per se, in Duke and Kentucky be as good as they are. What did you think is the problem with those two teams in particular, and how do they approach the future in the ever-changing game in college basketball? Duke and Kentucky will be fine. Yeah, hey, hey, you, know, you know, that's just how it goes. You know, every now and then, there's, there's going to be some bumps in the road. Things aren't going to go quite the way that you like or you'd expect. And this is one of those years for Kentucky. This is one of those years for Duke to a certain extent. Although Duke, um, I thought was going really to turn the corner and had a chance to get into the tournament, especially if they went on a run during the ACC tournament. Um, but that's just how it goes. That's competitive sports. You know, you, 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 we want our teams to be good every year. And when they're not good, it's like, oh, how could it happen? But there's parity. There are other competitive teams out there that are, having really good years or good games and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, you know, the history and tradition at Duke and Kentucky will be okay. When you look at a team like Gonzaga or Michigan, Baylor, Illinois, who is the best team in the country to you right now? And who is your top four to five teams that could win a national championship? I like Gonzaga. You know, the Zags to me are well-balanced. Um, they have great guard play. Talk about subs. Ayayi, Nimhart, terrific post player, and Timmy who's able to play inside and outside. And to me, the leader on that team is Corey Kispert. You know his his experience, his skill set, his versatility. You know sets that team apart when he goes from the small forward to the power forward spot. Baylor, tremendous guard play, and I think Baylor guards some of the best guards in the country. I think their bigs are really hardworking and they fulfill what they need to do for that team to have success. Jawan Howard's Michigan team. You know, he's got some big guys and Hunter Dickinson in particular having a terrific year. And then you talk about the supporting cast around them and Big Ten champs. Illinois is another team. Brad Underwood's done a tremendous job with Ayo DeSumo and Kofi Coburn. Those two guys are definitely talented. So those are just a couple teams that just jump off to me right away. And I think Florida State is another team that is built for a long run in postseason play with the amount of bodies that Leonard Hamilton plays and the amount of success that Coach Hamilton has had that he doesn't get the recognition for year in and year out. I think he's one of the best coaches in the country, hands down, and hopefully they go on a long run so other people can see that as well. Who is maybe a mid-major or a, a lower-tier group of five or power five team 
that you expect to see uh, make a run? Maybe a Loyola Chicago and Alabama. Out of that group of teams, who do you expect to see a, uh, the deepest run from? Well, Loyola Chicago is a team that, you know, gets it done year after year. We know they went on that Final Four run a few years ago, and they're having a tremendous year this year. So that is definitely a team that, that sticks out to me. Alabama is a team that I enjoy watching. I think, you know, they shoot the three ball as good or definitely as much as anyone in the country. They play great defense and they're extremely versatile. So my take on it, might be a little bit different than other people's take. I think it's all about momentum. And when you're stepping into postseason tournament of your conference, creating momentum. So when you get to that NCAA tournament, you have a level of familiarity of how you need to play and the speed and the tempo and what you're looking for. And then you got to maintain your health. And that's a lot easier said than done, particularly this time of year, especially with COVID. Two more questions I have for you, and uh, this next one's about your time at Kansas. Tell me about your favorite memory as a Jayhawk. Everybody knows the stories of you being a legendary Kansas Jayhawk, but what is your favorite memory as a former Jayhawk basketball player? I have so many former former teammates that bring back memories, and I would just say that all my memories that really stick with me, they're just relationship-based. You know, whether it's one time I get went over to one of my teammates' places and we, we, we did this, or we went here, we went to a concert, obviously on the basketball court. So it's all relationship-based. And every time I see a former teammate, and I have teammates, a lot of times when I see a, a, a former classmate or, or, or a former athlete, there's always a story to share or a memory to have. And so for me, that, that's what it goes back to. But... I look at my experience, met my wife, won a championship, graduated, made lifelong friends. Last question I have for you, and this is, uh, this is a really cool question for me to ask you, but what does college basketball and the game of basketball mean to you? I'm a, I'm a college basketball junkie, and, I, and I've always been wanting to ask you this question. The game of basketball means so much to me. The game of basketball provided me with a lifestyle and provided a living that I never imagined. I got introduced to the game of basketball through my father who played professional basketball. Later went on to become a college coach and coach in the NBA and a scout in the NBA. And it's, it's taught me so much. You know, it's taught me about character, teamwork, loyalty, self-sacrifice. And so the game of basketball to me had a huge impact on my being as a person. And I'm just very fortunate to have those experiences, and I'm at a point now in my life where I want to share those experiences with other people and play it forward. That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I look forward to chatting with you in the future. Enjoy some basketball this weekend. You have been listening to The Mitch Davis Show. I've been your host, Mitch Davis. Be sure you follow me on Twitter at MitchDavis underscore eight. Facebook and Instagram at The Mitch Davis Show. And also check out the website at TheMitchDavisShow.com. A very special thank you to Danny Manning for coming on the podcast today to talk all things college basketball with me. I'll tell you what, that was an excellent interview that will get you fired up. And if you're not fired up for March Madness just yet, man, I, I don't know what I don't know what will do it. Go inject you some uh, Mar- 
one-shining moment. Watch your team's magical runs in the Instablade tournament or to the Final Four. Just get excited, folks, because March Madness is here, and it's it's here to stay, and I am pumped to bring you guys wall-to-wall coverage of March Madness. I'm Mitch Davis, founder of the Mitch Davis um, and also a podcast host of the Mitch Davis Show. Have a great day. Enjoy some basketball and fellowship and some good food. And until next time, have a good one, folks.